Welcome to Waiting on the Bonus Points, a fantasy Premier League podcast brought to you by the Herald Sports Desk. Hello and welcome to the latest episode of Waiting on the Bonus Points. Today we're without David Monday, the regular host, as he's failed to turn up after an injury, a tooth injury, ironically, which is what I suffered from a few weeks ago. So I'll be the one taking over from hosting duties today. I'm Gutman Jack Ball. I've been joined by Mr Emotional, Baron Cross. Hello. And I've got a special guest making his second appearance on the podcast is The Sleeper, otherwise known as Richard Mofa. Hello. The Sleeper has a word. We'll, we'll, we'll find out that's true in a little bit. So, um, so yeah, how have, how have, Richard, how, it's been a little while since you've been on the podcast. Um, are you happy to be back, making a second appearance? Yeah, it's always great to be back uh, in the squad, so to speak. <laughs> um, great to be in amongst the lads. Um, yeah, so thank you very much for having me. And how have things gone for you since you were last here? Because things weren't going too well before because you weren't overly looking at the team. Your name, I think. <laughs> yes, as, as Baron's alluded to, yes, uh, the sleeper has uh, remained on course, on track. Hibernating. Um, yeah, it's been hibernating for a uh, <laughs> Christmas period, it seems. But um, it seems, like, like I said, he's, he's now awakened and uh, ready to make a few strides up the league. Well, it should be pointed out that David will be on holiday next week, so we won't be doing that one either. So you're going to join us again then, Richard. So you're fully el- eligible for the forfeit from, from next week. So, uh, Thank God. So you're definitely going to have to wake, wake up this week. It sounds like you're making up the rules as you go along, but uh, happy to uh, be involved in So that's, that's a little bit about Richard. Um, so today we're going to discuss, we'll do the FPL forfeit, we'll discuss who's going to get that in a bit. We'll talk about many of the talking points from this weekend Champions League fixtures have mm. obviously occurred some will occur tonight because we're recording this on Wednesday and and then we'll have the quiz a bit later as well between me and yep, Richard very he'll exciting be, he'll be this week so Richard you'll have a FPL quiz to get your, your, get your teeth into as well so part one is always the uh, the forfeit it's one of us always dreads um, this is the part where we all talk about how many points we all got it was 72 points for me this week and I think David finished on 77 if my memory serves that'll be the last time you mention that <laughs> it will be indeed we're not Baron. giving him any, any more credit than he needs. Baron, how many points was it for you? <sighs> right, oh, I don't know where to start. Do I start with the caveats or just come out? I, I got I got 57. So anybody that's, that's been keeping count will realise that I am doing the forfeit for the second week in a row. My Unprecedented. Th- my third in 12. So I'm still sort of below the average, as it were. But, you know, they are totting up now. And it was, um, it was a very frustrating week. And I, and I still don't know how I'm in this position. Um so I got fifty-seven. So it's one above the the global average. So, yeah, not not a disastrous week for me. But obviously, you and Dave did did pull out all the stops and had fantastic weeks. And when I say I captained Mo Salah, a lot of people will be scratching their heads. I mean, it just says so much about the rest of my team that I've captained somebody who scored twice, got three bonus points, mm-hmm. played more than sixty minutes, and got one point for a clean sheet from midfield. And I'm still doing the forfeit. Well, when we were work, trying to work out who was going to be doing it, mm. David messaged us, didn't he, to say he hadn't even looked at your team because he just assumed with Salah that you yeah, so we, we had the group chat going, didn't we? It was, it was my birthday on Saturday, so that really puts the boot in. Great birthday for me. <laughs> um, so I wasn't really keeping on top of things. But um, when I caught up with the messages, obviously it was it was fairly clear that um, that you and Dave were doing, doing a few messages. And once you guys had seen what Salah had done and knew that I'd captained him, Dave said that he didn't really he sort of discounted me from the running. And by the end of Saturday, I sort of I'd, I'd logged on and had a look at things, and, and it was fairly clear that um, I was under threat because I had no players playing in the Sunday or Monday games, and mm. you and you and Dave had two or three each, and I was only maybe five or six points clear at the end of Saturday, so I was very very nervous, and and so it proved it came off, and I think Richarlison um, did well for Dave. You had Firmino for Watford. Uh, you both had Gross, and Dave had Chupa Moting. So in the end, I was, I was sort of soundly beaten. Um, I, had, I mean, I looked through my team and, you know, like I say, I had Salah as captain. I had Lukaku who scored. 
David Silva got me an assist. I, I, my transfer was Azpilicueta for Mbemba. He got me a clean sheet. Which always helps, doesn't it? If, if that, yeah. tra- that what, what you make As long as you've done the one thing you've made an effort to change mm-hmm. works, then you, you can't be too hard on yourself. But, um, I mean, Norton and Cedric, Cedric came in off the bench for me. I didn't really want to play him, so he only got a point. Norton only got a point. I didn't really expect much from them. Elliot only got a point in goal. Didn't expect much from him. Mm. And Kane, I mean, Kane let us all down, so I can't really pin it on, on Kane either. So, I mean, the, the obvious points are I had Simon Francis... So I can probably hear people sort of realising now why I've, I've struggled so badly. Simon Francis got a red card and if he played and finished that game, that would have been an eight-point swing because I wouldn't have had the minus two mm. and I've had another six for the clean sheet. So that was a real, real big big pain. And also Raheem Sterling only got three away at Leicester and as one of my sort of bigger hitters in midfielder, Sterling needs to sort of do a bit more for me. So that was where I lost it. But in the end, even if, even if Francis had got the clean sheet, you and you and Dave were uh, were fairly clear in the end. So uncharacteristic for you for so far this season, though, isn't it? To have two weeks, where, yeah, which is good to say, really. Yeah, I mean, we always said, didn't we, that you, it was early days. You know, I had a, had a cracking first ten weeks. Um, I'm, I'm still top of the work league, but the gap is is is, is narrowing now. Uh, so I'm a little bit under pressure. I've got the wild kind of my back pocket, and that's what I keep telling myself to uh, make myself feel better. But um, yeah, it's it's it's. Well, I've, I've had two weeks sort of around average. But but you and Dave have obviously made me pay with some with some good transfers. That's the thing. This is my second best week that I've had this season, yeah. and I think I had uh, it was a one two three four five six goals in my team this week, which doesn't happen very often. No. Um, and obviously for me, finally I've had him for a very long time, and he finally got me a yeah. clean sheet. Um, obviously we haven't mentioned your team yet, Richard, because obviously you weren't really involved in the um, in the potential forfeit this week. But how did your team get on? You were still sleeping, I hear, as um, this weekend. Yes, um, rather catastrophic week uh, on my end. I think the last time I came on a podcast, um, we did talk about you know if you could get a team full of Manchester City players, yeah. um, you know that, that 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 could work out quite well. Um, and the Manchester City players pretty much held the team together. You know, Carl Walker got nine points. De nice. See, De Bruyne scored the goals, and obviously they get an assist as well. Yeah, De Bruyne did. He scored. He scored. Yeah, De Bruyne scored. Um, and of course, Gabriel Jesus scored as well. So they, they were my my main points were really disappointed of Spurs. Um, so Kane, Ali, Ericsson, pretty much anonymous, which is again very interesting. Obviously, big debate going on before yeah. the game about combined 11s, and mm. some people were looking to put all Spurs players in the, in, in an mm. eleven, and it, it did backfire. Uh, it backfired on me as well. I sort of rather uh, lucid performances. Um, Calvert Lewin only got one point. Again, anonymous. Uh, obviously, certain players in there who are still injured much. <laughs> <laughs> but, uh, to, to, to provide a bit of context, um, like I said, I wanted to kind of build a team at the start of the season and just run with it yeah. and see how it went. Um, but like I said, that that tactic does not work on on FPL, so that's something that I'll be looking to change very soon. Still got my wild cards, etc. Um, Craig Dawson at back got no points, and obviously Ben Foster um, got one. Um, obviously, went the best bomber, heavily challenged by Chelsea. So who's Kane was your captain as well? Which he was. Is, I think, I think that again, that was just a case of um, well. I backed Kane. You always back Kane against yeah. Arsenal. Has got a really good record mm. against Arsenal and, and has never lost against Arsenal. So, you know, I backed him to score. I think he only got hauled off after like, 17 minutes or so, same as Ali. So, yeah. Um, oh, yeah, my last one as well, Cedric at the back as well. Again, Southampton are quite, playing quite poorly. Cool. Got a... Well, outplayed by Liverpool and Field. So you could in in years gone by you could always guarantee on a Southampton clean sheet really, couldn't you? More often than not, and it's just not working for them this year. Yeah, no. I, I reckon Pellegrino's under threat. I mean he's yeah. um he's only been there five minutes and I know Puel got got boot after um taking the FA Cup final. So you've got to wonder that 
Pellegrino's got to be under threat because Southampton, like you say, Jack, I mean, they're, they're really, really well done. They're very good with the transfers with the players they bring in and move on for good money. On paper, it looks a fairly solid team. I mean, Charlie Austin's a proven Premier League goal scorer. Gabby Dini did very well when he first came in last season. Shane Long ticks over. Tadic is one of the better playmakers in that sort of middle group of teams. Mm. And it's got Virgil van Dijk, who you know is, is is estimated worth is about seventy million pounds in the middle of defence. So I mean they've got to be doing a lot better. Bertrand's an England fullback. Cedric's a Portuguese fullback. And, and now Rodolf Koeman's a free free again. That's an interesting point. You know he was a, he, point. he was a perfect match. I don't know if Koeman's too ambitious for that. I don't know yeah, if he yeah, if he'd go back. There's a bit of bad blood in there as well. Wasn't yeah, it? it was a bit messy. But I mean, where, where does it get to a point where Southampton, as a, as a club, are stagnating because they're the very same issues with Corporal mm. and the manager got the boot for it, but nothing's really improving. Uh, do, do players need to move? Well, you mentioned Shane Long; he hasn't scored in. We've, we both went to university in Southampton, didn't you? I don't know. Yeah. I don't know about you, but I've got a couple of friends at Southampton fans, and they're mm. just fed up of not seeing goals. Yeah. For one, they're not even looking like they're scoring. So blunt mm. attack. But as is always the case, it's a manager that seems to pay, and the players carry on, don't they? But. We'll have to keep our eyes out on that. Yeah. So there's no putting off any further, Baron. You're forfeit this week. It's return of a familiar friend. You might right. have guessed this was coming at some point. Me and Baron, me and Baron, me and David have both done some chilly challenges over the last few weeks. It's, it's not one of the worst, but a few weeks ago, David had one of those little bottles of oh, chilly no, drinks, no. and you've got one of your own this week. I think I'd rather, I'd rather actually have so chilly. There, there you go. There's a little present. It's like an Alice in Wonderland little bottle. Oh my days. And your task is just a, just to drink Spontaneous it. Spontaneous combustion hot sauce. Um, whenever you see combustion in a, in a bottle, stay well away. It doesn't look like it's sort of it, it. It's got like American branding on over it, so I think it, it's it's basically made just to be pretty disgusting inside your stomach. <laughs> it's clearly not made to improve the quality or taste of food. No. Um, <laughs> Yeah. Okay. <laughs> so, so this is this is your forfeit this week. Yeah. This is. Has this been filmed or? I haven't. Uh, I haven't got any water either. It's always a risk not having water. David did struggle with this a few weeks ago. You weren't here, Rich, but he had to go outside for a little bit and calm himself down because oh, of. Because wow. it's a di- it's a different time. Where did you get the water from? Outside. Here he goes. Well, based on the David, had, David had to go outside and he'd be sick after he did this one. So I, I need to know where my exit route is. <laughs> How, how does it smell? Yeah, it does smell hot. Oh, you do get that smell of well, smell of heat. Smell, smell of heat. Jalapenos. Oh god, straight down there. David did do it down in one. So can can you live up to that expectation? Mm. This is harder than the cricket. It's just the worst one yet. For me, it is. I mean, I've only had what the the, the raffer impression and uh, and the crickets. But I just I just know how horrible it's going to be when it goes down my throat. It's all in the mind. Here it goes. Oh, that was a good goal. That was a huge oh, goal. God, did he even did, did <laughs> you catch that goal on? <laughs> <laughs> this this oh, is so thick. It's crying. For anyone listening, this will be worth watching the video that we put with it. Because <laughs> Baron's face is a picture. Oh, it's so thick. Go for it. You are listening to Waiting, Waiting on, on the, the Bonus, bonus points. points. So, Baron has done his forfeit and composing himself a bit now, Baron. Toughest one yet. For me, yeah, I mean, you two have been absolute Trojans. I mean, I, I, obviously I can't compare it to an actual chilli pepper, but, um, yeah, I mean, that was disgusting. I mean, like, it was just so manufactured and just, it's just it was just made to be hot and disgusting. It's, oh, I'm going to be sick again. <laughs> it was so thick, they're going down my throat. 
Well, well I think that'll be the end of the Champions League. We've all done one Chile Challenge each now, so that probably will be the end of that. But we're moving on to talk about other points in, in FPL this week. Harry Kane is one topic that everyone's discussing. You know, he's owned by a large majority of people and um, he's just not performing that well at the moment. I, I saw he's only done well in four out of 12 game weeks that se- this season and they came on game week four against Everton where he got 13 points. Game week six against West Ham where he got 13 points. Game week seven against Huddersfield with 13 points. And game week nine against Liverpool with 16 points. Apart from that, he's only got two, one or zero. Can we rely on him for that price? Tough, isn't it? It, it? It's a tough one. So, um, I think with with Harry Kane again, he's one of those players who, you know, so if he scores one once in a game, he probably will score again. But I just think maybe it's just a might be a wider thing with Spurs. In the fact that, you know, if he doesn't, if he's not scoring, other other team functioning as well as how they, how they can be. Uh, I, I don't know. I wouldn't say they're at a crossroads, but they need to um, really, you know really push on and, 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 you know, produce now. They've always been that nearly men and, you know, got a lot of credit for that, but now they, this year they need to push on and Harry Kane needs to be the forefront of that. So, you know, if we can't rely on him, I, I can see a few people taking him out of uh, out of the team, especially with other strikers performing mm. much better than him at the moment. You know, people like Morata, uh, Lukaku's back in the score sheet again now. Um, so, <clears throat> I think he really needs to start his game. And I've had him for the last two weeks, obviously, I've famously on this podcast haven't had him all season the last two weeks I brought him in he got three points in total so it's not been a great introduction to the Kane club for me Baron you've had him for the whole season yeah is how he's done collectively throughout the whole time worth the the 8 out of 12 bad weeks I think it's um, if you don't have him it's just a fear of not having him which you can probably um, relate to more yeah. than I can I mean mm. I took the one week I, I took him out was when he was injured and then I brought him straight back in because I thought it was a no-brainer you know when he's He's capable of exploding in any match at home or away. You know, he could easily pop up and score two, three, or four goals. And I think it's just that fear of not having him because it will turn a mini league on its head. Um, but you know, it's it's it's, a, it's definitely a point worth raising because you know he has, you know, only delivered for a third of the season so far, and he's the most expensive player. Um, and you know, I'm looking at wild card now, and I'm sort of tinkering a little bit and seeing what combinations I can do to get the players in that I want and. When you're tying up nearly thirteen million pounds in one player who's only delivering one week in three, you, you do you do sort of momentarily ask yourself, you know, is it worth it? You know, is it that money could be spent so so well elsewhere? Uh, we were looking yesterday, weren't we, at where the money could be spent? I took him out just to see what I could do elsewhere, mm. but you could bring in the likes of Hazard for it, does, it transforms you your overall squad. It's just the fear of not having him. And, the thing that does count in his favour is that Spurs' fixtures are very very good for the foreseeable future, and I think. Um, if the fixtures were, were were more challenging, then it may be a, an easier decision. But when the fixtures are as good as they are, if you've already got him, I think you go with him and stick. Especially whilst the Man City lads are rotated. And you noticed quite a good stat about his next four games last season. He did yes, well. Yes, yeah, I won't take credit for it. There was a Twitter account called Tips underscore FPL. Um, it's a very very popular Twitter account. It's well followed. Uh, and he said that um, I assume it's a he. Sorry, it could be it could be a she by all means. But and the account said. Um, in so coming up, they've got West Brom, Leicester, Watford, and Stoke, and the corresponding fixtures last season, he scored seventeen points, twenty four points, sixteen points, and twenty points. So seventy seven points, twelve goals, and three assists, <laughs> um, which speaks for itself, really, doesn't it? So I think, um, as I say, um, if you've got him, keep him unless you're desperate. You know, if you really do need to, to turn your team around, I think um, he's the only way to cover Spurs. 
as Richard's just alluded to, Ali and Ericsson. You've you sold Ericsson last week. Yeah, you did, got yeah. fed up with him. He's quite expensive for what he is. Ali's clearly not fit. So I think you've, you have to cover Spurs in some way because, you know, Babs were Arsenal on the side. They're still a top 14. They've got some very, very attractive fixtures that you'd expect them to win, especially away from home where they've proved a, a far better proposition. And I think the way you cover Spurs is with Kane. So it does feel when he when he doesn't perform, it does feel like it's a, it's a waste of money. But um, I think I've got to stick with him for now. And talking, you talked a bit about runs. There it moves us on to another another point. We've been talking about runs quite a lot recently, and um, you know some teams have got some very uh, point banking fixtures. It looks yeah. like coming up. One of the ones that I've noticed is Crystal Palace. Yeah. Um, they've got some fantastic fixtures. They've got no difficulty, no you know the, no bad difficulty until the twentieth of December when Arsenal go to play at Selhurst Park. So they've got um, Stoke, Brighton, West Brom, Bournemouth, Watford, Leicester, and Swansea in the next however many fixtures so that's, a, that's a tasty one yeah Palace it? are certainly one of the ones that I'm looking at when um, if and when I do play my wild card I think I know when I'm going to play it now and um, I've got certainly got an idea of what I'll do with it um, Palace have got very good fixtures um, Bournemouth have got very good fi- in, in the short term Palace have got good fixtures but long term as well as you've just said nothing too dangerous until late December yeah, Palace, Bournemouth um, Everton Chelsea Spurs Spurs' fixtures as we've already said are very very good but yeah I mean the good thing about Palace is that they've got good. Fi- they've, they've, you know, they've been poor. You know, the bottom of the table for a reason. You know, they haven't been very, very good. But um, they, they, it seems as if Roy Hodgson is slowly turning that tanker mm. around. You know, it does take a little bit of time to turn the form, and it feels like it is turning. The underlying stats are improving for people like Scott Dan, and um, we'll probably come on to him now. But Ruben Loftus Cheek is at four point five million pounds is an absolute steal in midfield with the fixtures they've got, and with some some of their pricing. <clears throat> It's, it's a good time to go and get them, really, isn't it? We spoke about some players uh, that, like Tammy Abraham, I think, who were cheap to start off with and have gone up slowly. So that is definitely a potential for Palace players if they go up. Absolutely to right. Yeah, I mean, we, we we can't be certain that Palace will suddenly start firing mm-hmm. and it will be quite messy. They may not get too many clean sheets and it may well be some narrow wins or some close draws. But um, I think for the for the price and value they offer, you can't really argue too much. I mean, people like Sproni is the only active goalkeeper at, at, at four million pounds, and you. Know, you to get a goalkeeper at that price in such a position where you don't want to spend too much money, it's an absolute steal. And you know, he may not get a clean sheet every other week, but you know, for that value, you're not expecting much more than that. And it's just, you know, it's a slot to be filled that, that crucially is a player that's going to be playing because, you know, as we know, going into the Christmas congestion, um, the one thing we all can do is, is ensure that all 15 of our players are active yeah. and playing because inevitably our benches are going to come into play. And Richard, do you? We know you're the sleeper, but do you look at runs of teams when you're... So if you're going to make some changes, say, in the next coming week, will you look at just the fixtures coming up or will you look at the next 5-10? How, how do you sort of do that? No, absolutely. Um, <clears throat> as Burns alluded to, obviously, you've just busy Christmas period. I mean, even this next couple of games is all very much in short succession, isn't it? So I think it is important now to start looking at, at teams, looking at, looking at the runs, looking at the history of players against certain teams as well, because as much as people don't like to admit, you know, there are a lot of moments and people do have you've gone a lot of good runs against certain teams as well so you know there's definitely something to look at um it's definitely a very good tip as as well um you know, i think the Spironi point you made Brandon, is actually quite good one because like you said he's going to just keep getting points or keep ticking over and then mm. obviously a free bit of extra cash to get a, yeah. a hazard or that's exactly know, what you tell yourself mate. Bit, yeah, is, yeah. is he saving crucial i mean i started the season with with foster and, and elliot and elliot most people jumped on Elliot because he was four million, and we knew he was going to play for Newcastle. And um, Foster, because West Brom are good fixtures, and he's four five Ben Foster. Yeah. But 
even downgrading him to Spironi gives you another half million. Mm. You, can, you, you can do a lot with that, mm. especially and to stretch people like Hazard, mm. luxury players. And the past has shown with Pickford at Sunderland, you can be a struggling team, but the goalkeeper can still get points to save. Yes, mm. save points. So okay. you know, it's not it's not necessarily a team at the bottom of the Premier League, so their goalkeepers aren't going to get any points. Mm. That's not necessarily the case. Yeah. So moving on to another player that, as is, is, I know, is a big bugbear of yours at the moment, Baron, and that's Brighton's Gross. He's done particularly well. He's now valued at five point nine million, and some of the game weeks he's had, you know, in the last four weeks, he got he got ten points against Stoke most recently, three against Swansea, seven against Southampton, and six against West Ham. For the value, there's not many better than him, is there? It's a tough one, isn't it? I'm waiting for that bandwagon to end. It's um, ever since the um, the eighteen point haul uh, game back in four. game week four, I think I was just expecting that bandwagon to um, to stop. Um, you know, it's slowed down a little bit. You know, he's he's not got anywhere near eighteen points again. I mean, I think we all accept that was a bit of a one-off. But um, but Brighton as a promoted side, I don't expect them to have much of an attacking threat. I expect them to be a a strong and solid defensive side that would base their season on clean sheets rather than than, than getting goals. And you know, they haven't they haven't battered many teams. I mean, they went to West Ham and got a cracking result. The thing about Gross is he's one of those players that if Brighton do score, he is almost certainly mm. going to be involved in something a little bit like Abraham at, at Swansea. Um, so. Yeah, I mean, he's one that I haven't jumped on, and I may, I may not jump on now because his price is, um, has gone to five nine, and um, he may not offer the value I'd hoped. And as you've just pulled up on your phone, Jack, um, Brighton's fixtures are a little bit patchy. So, mm. I mean, for a player of, of his price, you can rotate him. So you know, you don't have to play him for those tough matches. But uh, yeah, at five nine, he's still good value. I mean, he's, I think there are some that are maybe at a lower price that could maybe match, start matching his value because his price is, if it does keep rising beyond six, then. It becomes a bit more yeah. of a difficult choice, doesn't it? But um, he's certainly a name that's been annoying you on the score sheet recently, hasn't he? Yeah, he annoyed me on um, <laughs> on Monday night when I saw his score sheet. You and David both got him, and as is the case in our three way battle, if if two people have got him and you haven't, as you've experienced with Kane, it's painful. So, Mr. Emotional himself. Absolutely right. Yeah, you're right. You're right, Richard. Yeah, I mean that's why I'm Mr. Emotional because you know it's, it's I'm either ecstatic or um, disgusted. And it, and it was it was your poor girlfriend in Falmouth that took you away that I had to deal with it this weekend. But you yeah, tried to keep I mean, it on it, didn't you? Well, yeah, I mean, I was, we, we stayed in the B&B on the, um, on the Saturday night and I managed to, to wangle in um, a match of the day session. <laughs> so we'd, we'd been out for dinner and um, came back and I, we sort of we had to be up at a decent time on the Sunday so I found an excuse to watch match of the day. And as people will know, if you dodge the results on a Saturday, and match of the day is fantastic viewing if you don't know what's happening. Mm. And when I watched Salah score those two, and I knew he was my captain, I was leaping around, <laughs> whooping and hollering at about eleven o'clock on a, on a Saturday night in a and B, and she was not impressed. <laughs> Doesn't quite understand. Security giving knock on the door. Yeah, you exactly. You have okay in that. Yeah, it's fine, mate. Salah scored twice. <laughs> Another thing that I've talked to you quite a bit about, Baron, is wildcard. You haven't used it yet. Me and David no. have both used ours, but it's getting to the point now where. January's looming. Another wild card is coming available for everyone. Mm. Rich, you've also not used your wild card yet. Are either of you, you said you know when you're going to play yours yeah, now, but would, what sort of advice would you give to anyone that hasn't played it? Is there, do they need to look to use it or is it wasted if they don't use it before January? Oh, yeah, it, it is wasted, yeah, because you, you, you will lose it completely. And, and you know, one of the few perks in this game is, is the wild cards. You get two of them in the year and you have to make the most of both of them. And if you haven't played it up to now, then I would assume that's because either you know, you're not you're not really on top of it or you're happy with your team or you, you're just you're not particularly attentive or because you're happy with your team and, it, and it's gone very well. I mean, for, for how badly I've done last two weeks, you know, I've had a very good season so far and I've, I've been reluctant to use it because my players have, um, have had attractive fixtures each week and are informed. So, 
you, you absolutely have to use it, even if you use it, you know, on the last game week of December. Yeah. Just use it because you will you can transform your team in, in one fell swoop for, for no points here. So absolutely use it. Um, and it feels like the congestion almost starts now. I mean, we've got Champions League this midweek. We've got uh, a normal weekend game week coming up, which starts on Friday. Then we've got another one on Tuesday, then another one on the following weekend. Um, and it does seem to, it really does sort of, it, it kicks on. And before you know it, we're into the middle of December and the game week's coming thick and fast. So you've, you've got to keep on top of that and make sure you have got 15 players who are active. If you haven't and you've got your wild card, you have to use it. Um, Rich, again, we know you're the sleeper. We know you don't always look at your team as much as you possibly should do or, or, or would do normally. Have you thought about using it? Uh, absolutely. Um to dispel a myth that I don't look at my team I do look at my team um, <laughs> quite a lot um, and you know I, I do try and keep an eye on the fixtures I don't know if that's something to be proud of with your positioning in the, in the table what, what's going on. <laughs> um, but I mean look if, especially if you look at our league it is a very tight league mm. and like you said a wild card can make all the difference in terms of bringing in you know, the right players yeah. like you said talking about runs what a great little period you have now where you know your players hit a drain of form Take your team up yeah, the leagues and very quickly. Very, very, so your competitive quickly. tables could look totally different in a few weeks' time. Uh, they? Absolutely. So I think if there's ever a time to do it, probably now is probably if, if, if you haven't done it already. This now, do it right now. If you listen to this, do it right now. <laughs> Stop uh, working. So yeah, yeah. Just get, get it up and do it on the desk and uh, and do it now. I'd, I'd say yeah, absolutely. Uh, and I guess people might, might not want to use their January wildcard too soon. But just no. saying, if you did use it now, it did totally backfire. There is that sort of safeguard if you really had to. Yes, uh, I'm. Um... I'm a I'm a bit of a sort of a passive not passive but you know I would rather use that second wild card because we all know now last it's happened the last two or three years you know it, it's happened in the history of the Premier League that in the back end of the season some teams play more than others you have double game weeks teams are in cup competitions like you say Jack un, unless your team is in a desperate state mm. before those game weeks i.e. five or six injuries at once you have to try and save it in some way because it's so important in those double game weeks. If you make a double game week, you can put like, you can then follow up with a triple captainship, that kind of thing, and, and really make the most of it. So I, I think you are right. You know, you you have got that remedy in January if it does completely backfire. But I'd like to think if you're playing your wild card now in in December, sorry November or early December, it should last you at least beyond January. You've got mean, a lot of stats you, you to use. Looking ahead, yeah. I mean, people like yourself and Dave who played the wild card several weeks ago, it, it would be more realistic for you to look in January and think I've got a few more things I need to change yeah. there, but. People who are yet to play it should save that second wild card. Um, we can't really go on this podcast without talking about Champions League. Obviously, mm. it's good to give people a little update of what's going on. We're recording this on Wednesday afternoon, so we don't we can't speak about the fixtures that are being played tonight. But we can bring you a little update of, of what happened for anyone that didn't really pay attention to the Champions League game. So Spurs, obviously, they play West Bromwich Albion on at home on Saturday at three o'clock. Um, and I've just looked at the the, the foremost most purchased players and Kane played 86 minutes and got a goal for, for Spurs in the Champions League Ericsson played right 85 minutes I think that, that goal last night based on what I saw on Twitter that Kane goal really did settle a lot of minds and put a lot of people at ease about Kane because twitchy fingers on the uh, transfer button yeah, a, goal, a goal I think shows that he, he's, he's not in terrible shape Ericsson owned by 22% of the people played 85 minutes 
Davies 18.5%, but he didn't play, he was on the bench. A good sign. And yeah. Deli Ali played 81 minutes, so that's sort of Spurs fixtures. So there's no qualms about fitness with those three then, Ericsson, Kane and Ali. Yeah. I mean, there's talk about them still carrying those little knocks and things, but mm. Pochettino's is still happy to play them for mm. more than 80 minutes, so it can't, can't be that bad. They had a bad day at the office, and yeah. when you are losing, you do feel those strains that's that little bit more, yeah. whereas if you're winning, you want to stay on the pitch for the whole game, don't Absolutely. you? Absolutely. I mean, look at Ericsson, she's getting a hat-trick literally a few days before against Ireland, so he he was going into a game in the rich way in the form, and looking at West Brom State, you probably will take that into Saturday now as well. Uh, and it feels, it feels like a so. classic Spurs game, doesn't it? I mean, mm. every time they've been at home to a weak side mm. at Wembley and we've all backed Harry Kane, mm. they do nothing. No, no, They're yeah. so bad, and you just... Shouting at the screen. You could easily see it happening again yeah, at the weekend with West true. Brom. I mean, you go into it thinking, too, yeah. like, there's no way West Brom is going to be 3 or 4 0, Kane will get 2 or 3. And you can just see it, can't you? 0 yeah, 0 or 1 0. It yeah, does happen like when a manager leaves, players yeah. can change their attitudes. Yeah, we saw it with Leicester and yeah. Craig Shakespeare last season. Yeah. It can happen. So yeah, it's definitely one to keep an eye on. Liverpool obviously played Chelsea at home on Saturday at 5 30. Um, the, their three most owned players, Salah, owned, owned by 44% of the people, obviously understandably with the season he's mm. had he played 87 minutes Firmino owned by 18.3% big drop between the most owned and second owned player played the whole game got two goals and Mane the third most owned player 7.4% played the whole game and got a goal good night office for their owners yeah very good and just finally Man City played Huddersfield away on Sunday at 4 o'clock so they've got that extra day mm. over some teams Sane owned by 28.8% wasn't in the team Silva was benched and didn't play De Bruyne played 64 minutes but it's also worth pointing out that Aguero was quite heavily criticised I saw I didn't, no, I didn't watch the game but he's quite heavily criticised by some people on Twitter for his performance but he played the 90 minutes Jesus replaced De Bruyne in the 64th minute and Sterling played 91 minutes and that the only goal of the game bittersweet for me I've got um, I've got Sterling obviously and uh, I've got Silva yeah, Silva's good that Silva was benched he'll definitely uh, he'll definitely play at the weekend but Sterling, yeah, I mean, you said it sort of when the team news came out, you know, you were delighted because Sané and uh, and Jesus didn't start, who are your two City attackers, mm. and I was a little bit apprehensive the fact that Sterling had started and he's played the full 91, but he has scored, so I mean, that was the sweet thing, knowing that you know, he's, you know, he's still in the goals, I mean, Sterling's City's top scorer this year, yeah. he's, in in well, he's a he? top That's goal scorer, I mean... You can't double. You can't guess, Pep. You cannot predict mm. what he's going to do. So you know, Sterling, you know, Sterling could and, and hopefully will will play against Huddersfield. But um, hopefully, Pep can't ignore those goals. I mean, Sterling is in great form, and for the price he's at now, I mean, he's nearly a million cheaper than Sane. It's crazy, isn't it? And I, and I know people like yourself who went into the transfers last week. It's hard to ignore Sane if you've got the money. Sane is, you know, if money was on, he's right, yeah. nailed on City yeah. pick, I think. But um, you know, if money is a little bit tighter, I mean. Sterling, he's he's Four nearly million. a million less, and he and he's, he's he's matching Sally when he plays. And moving a bit of money around, you could turn in an average midfielder into into Sterling. So yeah, it's not un, undoable. Right. So right. and obviously Manchester United and Chelsea play on Wednesday night, which is tonight as we're recording it. So keep an eye out for that. You are listening to Waiting on the Bonus Points. Now we move on to a few just quick fire questions, really. That um. Some more talking points of this week. Is it time to get rid of Lukaku and spend the money elsewhere? Baron, again, I'll come to you yeah. first because I know Lukaku's been yes. been one of those people that you've been thinking about pulling the trigger yeah. on. Uh, absolutely right, Jack. Yeah, I think um, he got his goal at the weekend, obviously, so um, he sort of he satisfied a few people. But um, but again, I mean, it's he's like the opposite to Kane in that like you can almost rely on Lukaku to always get getting one assist or one goal but never anything more I, I just, he's just not he's not as explosive mm. as Kane could be or Aguero or Jesus so 
or Morata even. So, yeah, I mean, look, it's a tricky one, Lukaku. I mean, they've got they've got good fixtures in the short term. Then they've got a bit of a they've got a tricky patch over two games, which includes City, which is a massive, massive game. And we know what Jose does against the big teams. Um, so yeah, it's a tricky one. I mean, I think if you the, the as I said last week, the, the thing with Lukaku is it's it's because Chelsea's fixtures are improving. Chelsea's run from after the Liverpool game is extraordinary. They they do not have any serious tests until beyond the new year. And when you're going through that fixture congestion across across December, mm. Batshuayi's injured. Is he really going to drop Morata if he if he can avoid it? Chelsea are playing catch up, and you've got to think about if you think about the real f- football world and not FPL. You've got to think Conte mm. if he wants to win the league, he's got to chase City. He's got he, he can't afford to drop one point. He's got no, to exactly. win every game. Can yeah. he really risk dropping Morata or Hazard if they're yeah. fit? I mean, so I think. The, the, the thing with Lukaku is, although Lukaku and United, they're always going to be ticking over. They're always they're going to be top four this year, and Lukaku is always going to be providing a goal and assist here and there. Morata is a million cheaper. Fixtures are far far better, and Morata is the the most informed striker in the game at the moment. So, um, as someone that's got Morata, I'd like people to leave him alone. Yeah, <laughs> sorry, Jack. Yeah, I think <laughs> so. I think it's less about Lukaku. Yeah. Not before, not doing well enough. It's it's more about the fact that there's other op- other options. Morata out there, and I think if people had the choice, people would drop Lukaku rather than Kane. He will. He, he's the one that I dropped for Kane a few weeks ago because, like you said, Lukaku can be not in the game at all. Whereas yeah. Kane looks like scoring two yeah. goals at least in the game no, true, most true. of the time. Rich, you're a, you're a Manchester United fan. I'm Has Pogba coming back from injury? Is is that is that tempting right. you to keep Lukaku or anyone to keep Lukaku? I think I think it should do. I mean, if, if you look at how. United started the season, you know, Pogba was making the, the team tick and you saw when he was away, you know, Lukaku wasn't getting that that game time. I mean that, that kind of supply and service. I mean, look at United's fixtures coming up, I mean a lot a lot of winnable fixtures there, so you would expect more of the same. You're obviously looking at a city and you know you know how United are gonna set up, it's gonna be very defensive. So and you know, can you really trust Lukaku to make something out of nothing? I guess, you know, what a lot of people have said about Lukaku is when Man U are on fire, Lukaku would probably score. He normally scores at no, maybe second, third or fourth goal, but how often does he break that deadlock? And he did it against Southampton, but, you know, except in those big games against City, when it is tight, you know, I can see people swapping him for Mavessa simply because of that reason. Um, and obviously with the return of Ibrahimovic now as well, mm, like we did see yeah, uh, when Ibrahimovic came on and Lukaku ended up out wide. Now, that's probably not going to happen often and it'll be interesting to see if Mourinho can find a way to get them playing together at the same time but and when we go into the congestion mm. unlike as I've just said about there's, there's no obvious option for Conte mm. to swap Morata for mm. Jose's now got the option we could even see Lukaku get dropped yeah, exactly. in some of these easier games exactly. that's the question exactly. can you imagine Ibrahimovic be, would he be willing to sit on the bench we all know what Ibrahimovic well, is like he'd have, to, he'd have to because he's been out for a long time yeah I think um, he knows that but I mean if you think about it he's got Ibrahimovic you know, Rash can play down the middle Martial's been on very good form this season he can play down the middle I know Mourinho prefers him as a winger but I think the, the depth United have you know if Lukaku doesn't Listen, Lukaku's second top goal scorer in the league, so mm. you can't say he hasn't hit the ground running. But you know, if he does go through like another barren spell, you might see him getting less game time and uh, ultimately more people taking him out of the squad. Fantastic, and we'll move on to another quickly top quick topic. Liverpool obviously playing Chelsea this weekend. With Liverpool playing on Tuesday and Chelsea on Wednesday, with Liverpool have that added edge that the two teams meet on Saturday because they've got that extra day. Will that make a difference to the game? I'll have to see what Chelsea's team is. I mean, it depends how many of Conte's first mm. teams he plays. I mean, 
We know that he said before that Morata is fragile. Morata is capable of, of pulling a hammy as he did against City at Stamford Bridge. So, of, of the two, if you're looking at the, the two big assets, Morata and um, and Hazard, you'd think Morata's the more likely to be rested. But um, Chelsea are through in the Champions League, aren't they? Are they, no, they qualified? They, they lost to him, didn't they? Of um, course, no, of, absolutely right. Yes, yeah, so so far from it. So, thing, yeah. so yeah, absolutely. You're mm. probably right, Jack. I mean, Conte will almost certainly play a full strength team. They, is it awake? Is it Carabag they've got? Yes, it's a winnable game, but again, it's a, it's a long, long trip. journey. Yeah, long trip. Mm. So I think, yeah, I mean, it's a good point, Jack. Mm. Um, Liverpool didn't really rest anyone last night, though. So I mean, the day extra, I mean, it, it will make a bit of a difference. But I think in this day and age, I don't know. I don't. I don't, I don't think the day will make a huge difference. And as you said, in real terms, Conte wants to win the league. He'll fire his players up, and I'm sure they'll be ready so, come come yeah, kick off. Those sort of big games, these players get up for them. They'll, they'll be they'll be ready and ready to go for that. Well, the thing is, we all know about Liverpool, though. It's, it's not the big games that you need to worry about with them. They they always seem to turn up against other top six mm. opposition. Their main drawback is against the lesser side. So people like people like Salah, you probably expect them to turn up, and people like Henderson, you know, people like Henderson in their midfield as well. You know, he can have a decisive moment. So um, you know, we do have Liverpool players in the squad. You know, might be worth keeping in mind of Liverpool's record against other top six sides and uh, and banking on those players as well. You are listening to Waiting, Waiting on, on the, the Bonus Points. points. So, it's that time again for quiz. The quiz, Baron, you won last week. You beat David. Thrash David, I should say. 4-1, four, four yeah. which we reminded David a lot about in the following days. Obviously, he's not here this week, so it'll be me against Richard. And we have no sound effects, as David has those on his phone. So, you're going to attempt to make some of those with yourself? Maybe. Was, I mean, I don't... <laughs> that chilling sauce is still repeating on me, so I, I, I may not expect too much of myself. So, so Richard, obviously you've not taken part in the quiz mm. before. But it'll be me against you. We get to take in turns of picking a number. Okay. Baron will ask the subsequent question. We get five seconds to answer. And there's yeah. 12 questions in all? 12 questions, yeah. Six okay. each. Okay. So it, it, we've actually got a Friday night deadline this week. And the, the quiz is called Friday night deadline. Um, <laughs> and so it's quite apt, really, that we're, we're doing Friday night deadline on a week with a Friday night deadline. So um, we'll go ahead with that. I mean, if, if you're both ready. Already. Get ready for the pressure. Let's go. Let's. So, uh, so I think we're, we're gonna let Richard go first as a guest. guest. Yeah. So you Very pick kind. a number from one to twelve. Okay. Six. Okay. So. So there'll be a mixture of questions about both your teams, FPL in general, but it's all FPL. Okay. okay. So you have five seconds. How many transfers has Jack made this season, not including the wild card? And I'll give you it sort of within a range of five. 15 oh that's correct is it yes oh, exactly, for, exactly the exact answer 14 oh one out not bad not good bad. start from Richard Emotes you've already equaled David's point tally from last week that is it's pressure a, yes call me the sleeper but I do you know I'm uh, very the pressure is on and Jack's okay what, what number, I'll go to number 7 I always start at 7 okay this one on Richard's team what is Richard's total score for November um, do I have, uh, okay, uh, 92. That's incorrect. I was going to give you um, within 10, which is fair, isn't it? Within yeah, yeah, 10. Yeah. No, his score is 68. Oh, Richard. For the month wow. as a whole. I was, I was far too optimistic. You beat him Richard's entire monthly total this week. 
Oh, yeah, that is a good let's start, let's not isn't get it? Too excited because, like I said, the league is very tight. And <laughs> with my wild card, I'm going to play this week. That so is a great start, though. Great with one question player. apiece, then it is one nil Mofa. Right. Next question, which is? Uh, I'll pick three, please. Okay. So, who was game week 12's highest scoring player? Game week 12. When was game week 12? Uh, Mo Salah. Eden Hazard. Oh. 18 points at West Brom for Hazard. Oh, is it just game week 12? Just <laughs> yeah. yeah. Richard Mofa oh. does not know which game week it is. Oh, God, Jack, to, to, catch to, up. to level it up. Number one. What was game week 12's average score? Oh, f- f- 56. Spot on. 1 1. Oh. Well played. I thought it was 57. I need to do the Baron wing yeah. celebration. Baron wings. I would have given you within five on that. So yeah, you were spot on. Okay, Richard. Okay. It's one one with two questions of each. Perfect ten, please. Which player's value has dropped more than any other in the entire game this season? And the clue is he plays for Manchester United. Henrik Mkhitaryan. Good guess, but no. Victor Lindelof. Ooh, started the game 5.5 million in uh, on the first game week. He's now 4.9. Wow. He dropped 0.6. That's, That's how little he's played. And he's dropped. That's how little he's played. The games he's played, he has not been very good. The most important point is I can now go ahead of you. So Jack Ball to go ahead. And okay, now Jack's eyeballing me, for those you can't see. Number 12, please. Okay, which forward has the best current form? Murata. Yes, I mentioned it earlier. Alvaro Morata, 7.3. Interesting that Jack's getting these quite simple questions, being as he's the host. And <laughs> there are a mix of, 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 uh, of strength in questions. I think you'll find that you get the first pick, though. So after three oh, questions... <laughs> after three questions apiece, it is 2-1 to Jack Ball. Turned it around. This is the tightest it's been, I think, in the quiz. Okay. Um, I'll pick five. Mamba number five, been news this week. Okay. Uh, yeah, I remember. So you don't get a point for that. Just, I'm just going to check this, this well, stat because it may have changed since we did the question. Bear with. You can sing a, sing a line for Mambo number five so people know what you mean. He actually started to do it. That's quite impressive. You're feeling the pressure. 2 1 to me. I, I beat. I beat. I lost to Barry in the first week. Beat David last week. It's interesting, Joe. Your mind games are quite uh, amateur. And, um, <laughs> we'll, we'll see in a minute. It takes a lot to throw me off guard. We'll see in a minute if that's, that's true. That's cool, like um, Agile Johnson. Okay, so um, you picked question number five from Mambo number five. Okay, yeah. so who is the most transferred in player for game week 13 up to now? Tran- most transferred in, I would say Mohamed Salah. It's a good guess, but it's Paul Pogba. Well, of course he's back, isn't he? Transfers Ooh. are flying in for Pogba because they're going to Brighton, aren't they? Flying start by Amofa. So Jack can go 3 1 up here. What, num- what numbers are left? You have got 2 4, 8 9, or 11. 4. Did you memorise that? Okay. <laughs> this is quite a tricky one. I don't know if you'll get this. Which Watford player was included in the Game Week 12 Dream Team? Oh, Richarlison. And you guess which is it? Firmino. Will Hughes. Oh, of course. No, I, I knew that. I looked, I looked at the dream team this week. Yeah, we're still yeah. 100%. One shot, one goal. Incredible. 2 1. So, Richard, you're still well in this. You've both got two questions of Peter remaining. Fantastic. You've got uh, 2, 8, 9, or 11. Number 9. Striker. 
Okay, it's one about yours. Okay. Richard has captained Harry Kane for 11 of this season's 12 game weeks up to now. Who was his one other captain this season? Gabriel Jesus. Oh, he's I, got I, it! I knew that one. I knew that <laughs> Did one. Did you really? Yeah, I knew that one because I think we captain him on the same week. We it was a bad week, week if I recall. Jesus. Jesus. So it's 2-2 two, two, and this is the tightest this game has been. I'm nervous now. Okay. Uh, to go ahead. After all these mind games. So what are the questions again, sorry? 2, 8 or 11? 11. Which goalkeeper has made the most saves this season? Oh, that's a hard one. Uh, De Gea. Lucas Fabianski. I knew it would have been De Gea. We are level. Oh, it is s- almost sudden death. Oh, we never had a sudden death before. I haven't we? got a tiebreaker either. <laughs> <laughs> so Something it, has to give. So it's 2 2 with one question apiece. This You've got insane. two or eight. Number eight. Oh. How many points has Harry Kane provided for Jack this season? Fifty-one. I can add oh, to that. Three, three points. No, five because you captained him. Did I? Oh, sh- I would have got that wrong. Wait, did I get it wrong? You got it wrong. He's only had him for like a couple of weeks. He's, oh, he's had right. five points. Yeah. I would have got that wrong. I thought three. Oh. This was two-two, and if Jack's, it's Jack to win. I'm getting ready with my Baron arms. Right. Question number two, and it's. It's fairly straightforward, I think. Okay, wow, so. interesting. Who was Game Week 12's most captained player? Salah. Time's up. <laughs> Salah. <laughs> Does it count? Time's up. Oh, I got it wrong. You got it wrong anyway. Oh. It's Lukaku. <laughs> and I do not know what to do at this point. <laughs> so, so, two, so, two, so, so it's 2-2. Two, two. So um, shall I try and think? What, what well, we, or should we just go into it again next week? Where all three of us are here. Yeah, should we, oh. accept, should we accept it's a draw? Should All to play for next week. Hands? All to play for next week. Okay, because I'm back next week. Back next week. I, think, yeah. I, think, I think moving forward, this, is remi- this has been a lesson that we do need to have a tiebreaker already, <laughs> but as you're a guest and you'll be back next week, we'll, um, we'll continue next week. Congratulations. Congratulations. Well done. You, well done. you are listening to Waiting, Waiting on, on the Bonus, bonus Points. So that's almost it for the podcast this week. As you'll all know, David normally brings you a stat of the week and I've been trawling around Twitter to try and find one to bring you. And this is what I found. If this had been your starting squad, which cost £100 million at the start of the season and you made zero transfers or captain changes, you'd be on 877 points and first overall by 10 points. And this is the team that it would have been. De Gea, Azpilicueta, Valencia, Ward, Salah, Richarlison, Sane, Gross, Silva, Morata, Lukaku, and on your bench, Elliot, Abraham, me, and Lowton. You would be it's, top it's amazing, in the world with 877 points. If only we had the benefit of, of, of foresight and you could have seen that. Because in that team, I mean, you look at. Um, I mean, the problem with De Gea is, of course, the price. They mm-hmm. had good fixtures, but it's a price. People don't want to spend that much. Having, you know, what, 13 odd million wrapped up in Aspelacueta and Valencia. Ward at Burnley. I mean, I suppose that's not a bad shout. He's a, he's a cheap, and we know, and we know that Burnley are decent. Salah, ha- Salah, we've had. It's, so ha- it's I mean, having that third, that cheap third striker like you've had. You had Abraham, didn't you, from the start? Yeah, so, so I, that I mean, money to be spread. Morata. I mean, people like Morata and and Gross uh, and Richarlison. We didn't really know how they were going to perform because they were new to the Prem, isn't it? Mm. So you had to have. If you'd had the faith, mm. you'd have benefited. But it was hard to know. I mean. Silver and, and Sané are, are fairly obvious ones. I mean, Sané didn't really get a look in the Man City team at the start no, of the season. So, 
most people would have, if they had started with him, would have yeah. would have transferred Take him out. out. Very true. Um, so it's also worth pointing out that in that start, Salah was the captain from the start. If he was yeah. the captain, he would have had a, a so he's captain every week. Yeah. yeah. So it's that, interesting because this is very sleeper esque behaviour, isn't it? Well, that's well, that's. I mean, that, well, that would be your it, ideal tactic, wouldn't it? Well, if you yeah, picked those those yeah. fifteen, you wouldn't have had to make I a transfer. I would have just had my feet up and you know. Imagine big being that top in the world by ten points, zero transfers. You would, you would feel smug, wouldn't you? you would, yeah. So just finally, just to point out for everyone listening that West Ham play Leicester on Friday this, this week, so make sure you get your transfers done in time. And our podcast next week is most likely to come out on Thursday because of midweek fixtures, mm. so we'll try and get together for that. Thank you for listening to Waiting on the Bonus Points. We're always happy to help you out with your FBL team, so if you have any questions for our panel, follow or tweet us at FBL underscore Herald. Ben jij prijsbewust? Nu extra MB's bij de Sony Xperia XA2. Voor 19,50 per maand, 300 minuten of sms'jes en 1500 MB internet tijdens de Ben Prijsbewustweek. Kijk op ben.nl. Let op, geld lenen kost geld.